This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1158 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip features Dr. Tanya Cubitt from Performance Horse Nutrition. She talks about the latest research findings regarding what really causes choke and the effect high-fat diets can have on a horse's spook factor. And we'll get right to our tip after this from Kentucky Performance Products. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. There you go. That says it all. Um, and so the next one uh, that I thought would be of interest is uh, we, we're commonly asked about choke. And oh, um, my rec- recourse to choke when people say, oh, my horse choked on pellets or it choked on non-soaked beet bulb or alfalfa cubes. It really doesn't have anything to do with how uh, what horses are eating, but more to do with how they're eating. If horses eat fast, they have a much higher tendency to choke. And I always recommend do anything you can to slow them down. One of the things I recommend is to feed hay first. Um, so a group actually looked at does feeding hay first slow down eating? Now, other groups have looked at rate of passage throughout the digestive tract, but this was actually looking at just the consumption time. So they fed either hay and then either pellets or textured feed. And after 20 minutes of the horses eating the hay, they offered them the pelleted or textured feed, or they fed a pellet or a textured and then gave them the hay afterwards. And they, mm-hmm. they measured the time that it took to consume the grain concentrate. And greatly, rate of concentrate intake, whether it be pellet or textured, was slower if they fed hay first. I think it just calms the horse down. You know, he's really hungry. He's excited about getting fed. Mm-hmm. But I start to nibble on my hay. And my belly feels a little full. Okay, that you know, stress of being hungry has gone down a little bit. So I'm just going to take my time. But interestingly, if you took away the feeding hay and you just looked at, um, you know, the, so the hay and pellets or textured, if we looked at those two groups, when you fed hay first and then pellets, that was slightly faster than hay than fed textured. So the type, the form of the concentrate also um, can change rate of consumption. So textured feed is a little slower to consume. So when people say, oh, my horse chokes on pellets, it's not because they're pellets, but more because they're eating them a lot faster. So it's more about that rate of intake and also time of day. If horses have been stuck in a stall overnight, 
that first meal of the day, they may be more inclined to eat faster versus being a lot of our horses get turned out during the daytime or depending on the season, uh, what your turnout schedule is. But after they've been out at pasture all day and constantly grazing, they usually eat a little slow when they come in because they're not so stressed about having to eat. Right. They're not, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. Especially in the summertime when they've been stuffing themselves. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I did a little anecdotal study with uh, one of my clients up in New England and they've actually changed their feeding practices because of it. What we should, they have um, horses out in fields and then also some horses in the barn. So they used to feed the horses in the field and feed the horses in the barn. And by the time they got to the barn, horses are all very stressed. So now what they do is they feed the hay to the horses in the barn, then go out, feed all the horses in the field, come back, feed the grain to the horses in the barn. And it seems to be working a lot better for them. The horses are less aggressive. They're not kicking the stall dolls as much, you know, all those kind of bad behaviors that we want to avoid. Yeah, good idea. And it's yeah. it can be inconvenient. It really can because... You know, you have that certain percentage of horses that bang on the buckets and do all that other kind of yeah. thing, despite the fact that you've given them their hay first. But mm. um, we used to you we used to have a kind of a thirty minute window. You had to wait thirty minutes after you gave them their morning hay before they were allowed to have grain. And we seem to see that that is yeah. like a, a typical amount of time yeah. that that some people wait. So I think that's why they did the twenty minutes to test yeah. because we if people do do it, about twenty to thirty minutes was a fairly standard amount of time people were waiting. So, you know, so. get 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 to work a half an hour late, folks. Go ahead and do it that way. Exactly. <laughs> or get up at a half an hour earlier. <laughs> so we've talked about uh, slowing them down and estimating their body weight and putting grazing nozzles on to keep their weight down. Now we're going to talk about feeding them fat. Um, you, you've probably seen a shift in performance horse diets to be more high fat, high fiber. And actually some work that was done quite a long time ago at Virginia Tech showed feeding high fat diets to decrease the flight response in horses. And the studies were uh, quite rudimentary. I think they had umbrellas at the end of a laneway and they would scare the horse and measure. (laughs) That's highly scientific. (laughs) I would not want to be one of those graduate students. But anyway, they definitely showed that the horses that were on the high fat diet versus the high sugar starch diet did have less of a response to the umbrella. Uh, But but how was that being, uh, what was the kind of, underlying mechanism for that happening. So a group actually out of Middle Tennessee um, State University looked at feeding about a cup and a half to horses per day of oil on top of a, I think, just a generic strategy. And they measured a whole heap of different things from heart rate to they had these sensor plates on the horse's feet to see how far they pushed their foot into the ground um, and had different, they would, they also, you know, they had a, a stress response that they did to them. I'm not quite sure what it was. But definitely heart rates were lower in the horses that were fed fat compared to the no-fat added horses. Um, so again, their conclusion was these high-fat high diets certainly do decrease that startle reactivity in horses. So if you have a horse that seems to be a little high-strung, definitely... Um, and needs calories because it's a performance horse and an exercising horse, definitely adding fat to the diet, replacing those calories from sugars and starches with fat will help with the behavior of the horse. Not not only that, but it will help overall with just the health of the horse. But um, that was interesting. 
really just kind of confirmed some stuff that we recommend a lot, but um, oftentimes we anecdotally recommend a lot of things, but it's nice to see some science behind it eventually. Cool. And the last one, we all know writing is really hard work. Some people go to the gym, have these big gym memberships, but the rest of us ride. And we're hoping that we're burning calories while we're riding. Um, please, so a group please, actually, please, 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 please. I know everybody was, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many women went to this. So we were all like, yes, please, please, please. So um, they measured actually oxygen consumption and calories burned doing different types of riding. And it was done down in the south, so it was actually there. They looked at a simple walk truck canner as their kind of lighter exercise. And then they compared it to their intense exercise. Now, this was done in the south, so it was raining and cutting. It was more western disciplines. But I definitely think we can extrapolate this to um, eventing, show jumping kind of things, games, sporting. Um, and the, when they were doing more intense exercise, the raining, cutting, for example, they were burning, raining were burning close to seven kilocals per minute. Um, and the cutting was close to five kilocals per minute. And now obviously you do that for multiple minutes, so it's more than seven calories. Um, versus if you just did the light exercise, it was closer to four calories per minute, kilocalories. Then if they broke it out and just looked at that simple walk, drop, and canner, if you're just walking your horse, I know you might sweat because it's hot, but you're only burning about two kilocalories a minute. Hey. But if you trot or canter, <laughs> if you trot or canter, trotting about three and a half kilocalories a minute, canter about seven cows a minute. Um, and they also did a, what they called a long trot, which I'm going to assume is like an extended, really moving out trot, maybe what you would do if you were doing a trail ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and those horses also, uh, people I should say, also burned closer to seven kil- kilocals a minute. So, and when I say kilocalories, when we look on our food labels and we see the word calorie with a capital C, that actually means kilocalories. So uh-huh. kilocalorie. Calorie with a capital C, what we look at, it's the same thing. So Got it. seven calories a minute if you're cantering. Okay, so the, it's the same thing as, so if it says seven kilocalories, that's the same as if you looked on your box of cereal and it said seven calories. Calories, only if it has a capital C, but yes. Small C is a little calorie, big C is a big calorie or a kilocalorie. Really? And you might notice if you look at um, energy values in Horses, if we look at digestible energy, we use mega calories. Horses are huge, so we don't want to write, write 5 million calories. So we write, you know, 1.6 mega calories. What's a mega calorie? Mega calorie is 1,000 kilocalories. And, and a calorie is 1,000, is a kilocalorie is 1,000 little calories. It gets very confusing because somewhere along the lines in human nutrition, we decided not to use KCAL and decided to just use calorie with a capital C. Wow. <laughs> we like to confuse things so that let's, people let's, can't understand what we're talking about. Let's make a note that at one, in one of our uh, future um, episodes, we're going to talk about calories. Just we will. We yeah. will. Because a lot of people also ask me about digestible energy in horses and why it is not listed on the feed tags. And that's a whole nother segment, but it's very interesting. And we can definitely touch on calories there. Let's yeah. talk about it next time. Yeah, there we go. Well, thanks a lot again, Dr. Cubitt. And we'll see you in a few weeks. Wonderful. 
Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. Make sure you have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. And of course, you can subscribe via iTunes. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 